around the time of 1812, 1813, the Alter Rebbe and Lahavil, his opponent, Napoleon, huge amount in there. And now we're looking at the second part of the Sikha. We're learning the Sikha of Vayeshev, Tavshin, and Beis. And here is how it relates to us today, etc. We see the Kiddush that came in recent times in the relationship with France. Um, with the slichas of the Friedrich Rebbe, not looking at the fact that in the time of the Alter Rebbe, France was Taikafa Klippa, the, the power, very powerful Klippa, and it was opposing the way of Yerushalayim, and especially through Hasidus. And that's why the Alter Rebbe was uh, uh, fighting Napoleon with so much strength. And in generations after that, we see that the situation in France was really not very well set up for Yerushalayim. How do you know? By Rabbi Seinu Nisiyenu, the, the Mithla Rebbe, the Tzemachtetik, etc., the Mamali Makam of the Alter Rebbe, they also did not spend time in France. France was a place that had to be run away from. The Alter Rebbe ran away from Napoleon, ran away from France. The Intense, uh, intensity of the Klippa of France was in such a way that the way the Alter Rebbe fought it was to, to fight it, to lose, and also stay away from it. But at the same time, to fight it to lose. But not to spend time in France. That was not the way to transform it at that time. And this situation has completely transformed now in this generation from one extreme to the other. Not only that the light of Kedusha now has reached France and is no longer a place that you should stay away from, but Yidden who were learners of Tyra, Niglas Tyra, Pimisa Tyra, and doing mitzvahs with Yerushalayim settled there, especially through the shlichus of, of the, the Friedrich Rebbe, through sending his daughter and his son-in-law, the Rebbe and the Rebbeton, the Rebbeton Chaimushka, by us, them going there, and then us going there, and learning Tyra and doing mitzvahs behidr, and writing Chodesh Tyra, from which others can learn, through, uh, that is printed in France. Um, and especially, we see that after the Second World War, after the Holocaust, Bashkach Pratis, um, Yidin came from all different countries, especially from Russia. Where did, when the Yidin in, I think, 48 were able to leave Russia after that whole influx through Polish passports and Yidden were able to escape from Russia, most of them went through France. So it became a place that many, 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 many Yidden, Hasidic Yidden, Chabad Yidden especially, went to. From Russia, they went to France. Isn't that ironic? The place that the Alter Rebbe said, said, France is the type of a klipa, and Hasidus tells us, and has to be stayed away from. Here, many generations later, enough of Vaida was done in the world that as the Yidden escape from Russia, they go to France. And then they go from there out to Eretz Yisrael, Lahabdo to America. Through France, through that enemy territory, because it's no longer an enemy territory. And one of the reasons it's no longer spiritually an enemy territory is so many Yidden went there and did mitzvahs and learned Tyra and learned Pneumis of Tyra and established Maistus of Tyra in that place. Um, Yidden came from all different countries to France. And it became a Makam and Merkaz of Tyra and Yiddishkeit, a Tyra by Yahadis, and a Fatz of Mayanis of Hasidus especially. Through this, that they built many maestas of Tyra and Tfila, and especially Yeshiva Samchet Mimim Lubavitch, and Achet Mimim, with many different branches, and Maestas Chinuch al Tara Tukaydish. And in addition to this, they print Svarim, Niglav Tyra, Pnimita Tyra, more and more. Here's the Chiddush. Just, like, just as it is about Avaida in the whole world, from one generation to the other, Yidden came to more and more places, newer and newer places, further and further places, to do the bureau of those places. Because as we said in the first part of the Sikha, the complete bureau of the world is when we settle ourselves into a particular place 
embed ourselves in the uh, minhagim, the customs of that place, in a way that Tyra approves of, and use out the minhagim of that place to add in Avaitis Hashem. That is a way that Hashem has sent us to buy up the real estate of the world for Him. So too about the Avaita of Rabbi Seinu Nisienu, Afatsa Tariyadiyahadis and Afatsa Mayanaskuta, throughout all the generations, we came to more and more places. And in this generation, we, all, we came all the way to the opportunity to do the Bureau of Friends the place that was off-limits now became a place that we can transform. Not, not looking at the fact that it was the lowest place spiritually then in the time of the Alter Rebbe and before that. And the minhagim of the place of France were a contradiction to Yerushalayim. And that's why the Alter Rebbe fought so much against it. But Yidden, in our generation, with the Kayak of the Fri de Greba, settled in France and were Mavara and purify that place. And we use the Menhagim of the place of France to add, to add in, 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 in Tyre and Yiddishkeit. To add in that. Um... One second, Oops. we have to find that we're on the right place. Seventy-nine, one eighty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the way it was. That's the same seder of by the Friedrich Rebbe, because the Makam Kavua of Rabbi Theinu until the time of the Friedrich Rebbe was in Russia. The Alter Rebbe was in Russia. The Middle Rebbe, the Samosetic. The Rebbe Marash, the Rebbe Rashad, the Friedrich Rebbe was in Russia, and then he and that was the place of Chabad Chassidus, Russia. There, France was not a seat of Chabad Chassidus. On the contrary, running away from that place. In the time of the Rebbe Marash, there was a little bit temporary traveling to that place, traveling to France. I think the Rebbe Rashab, um, I'm missing all the footnotes here because I'm in the big copy. The Rebbe Rashab established there, I think, the beginning of the writings of certain deep Hasidic, Hasidic work. And then the Friedrich Rebbe sent his son-in-law and his daughters to France. And many Lubavitcher Hasidim were sent to France and transformed the place. Opened yeshivas, maestas tairas, and created a, a, a transformation. The time was ripe. By Nesidah Reinu, there's a Chiddush over the Nesim before that. That, the Friedrich Rebbe made his place, which was left Russia, and settled in other places. And so there are three periods in the Friedrich Rebbe's life. First 10 years uh, of that in the Nasias of the Friedrich Rebbe. 10 years in Russia. Second 10 years in Poland. Third 10 years in the United States. And in every place, there has to be his lapses according to settling into the customs of the place. And there are changes between one place and the other in the way you serve Hashem according to the way people are in that place. So, by Nesida Reino Atma, the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe, there was Hislapshus. There was three different ways of serving Hashem. The Friedrich Rebbe, 10 years in the Russian way, 10 years the Polish way, 10 years the American way. And there are three very different ways. Till the last 10 years of the Friedrich Rebbe, it gave Kayach to do the bureau of all the places in the world, even the lowest, 
even friends. And that's the Chiddush of our generation relative to the generation of the Alter Rebbe. As we see in the relationship with France now. Because after the Bureau and the purification was achieved through the Avaida of throughout, throughout the, the, the generations since the Alter Rebbe, that the Avaida achieved a birun in the whole world, from above to below. Through the Avaida, from above to below, light is sent down into the world. But, coming closer to the Gula, when the complete birun of the entire world will have been done, so we have received in this generation from the Fedek Rebbe, higher kayach, to even achieve the purification of France. Really? That purification began, the, well, obviously with the Alter Rebbe, but then more upgraded with the Rebbe Marash. We know. There are several times that the Rebbe Marash traveled to France and made Bali Chuba. And he sat and learned Hasidus and built some of the foundation of Hasidus in France. And then through the Rebbe Rashab was there several times. And that's where the binion of Hemshech, Tuf Ayn Reish Base, Tuf Reish Ayn Base, the well-known Hemshech of deep Hasidus was established at least in its foundational ideas in France. In this place that formerly was a spiritual klipa, here the deepest levels of Hasidus began to be built there by the Rebbe Rashad. And he also wrote a part of the Hemshech there. So the Iker, Shlemus, complete bearer, in a way of Kvias and Hisyashvas, in a way that we settle into a place and it becomes fully integrated in a pneumistic way by Hashem, by Yidin and by Hashem, and then even spreads out Hashem's influence to the world, that was accomplished in our generation. Through the Friedrich Rebbe. But through this, um, he, and he himself was in France several times, and the Rebbe and the Rebbeton were in France. He said, my Hasidus and Sichas, and he sent Shluchim from his family, meaning the Rebbe and the Rebbeton, Rebbe and the Rebbeton Chaimushka, and they lived there several years. And they did their Avaida in learning Nigla of Tyre and Pneumus of Tyre. And they sent letters of Hasidus and Igrit Kaidish. The Friedrich Rebbe sent letters of Hasidus and Igrit Kaidish to France. To his son-in-law and daughter. The Rebbe and the Rebbe Tachai Mushka. And there those letters were prepared for print. And we know the Mila is something that's printed over handwritten, but it's forever. And there many, many people were prepared. I see. And uh, the printed word reaches many, many people. And when we print something new, so it has um, a special fondness that wakes up in a person. Um, sub- words of Tyra, which were written and also printed. And so what happened in France and is happening in France, a beer and zichuch in a way of hislapshus through being in that place and doing it in a way of Yerushalayim and Hidr. For what? To achieve the beer of the world through France in a pneumistic way, which opened up the way to break and transform the Taikif of Klippa. And seeing all of this in real time, where do we see it? Um, when the Friedrich Rebbe came to America, he there established Tamchit Mimin and other Meisters. And he sent Shluchim from America 
to build, build maestas all over. We see that. And the great Hatzlacha that we have, that was there in spreading Hasidus and spreading Torah all over the world, and even more and more and more, especially in France, especially in France, in such a way that in addition to this, the Nesina Dorena gives us the Kayach to bring Kedusha into the lowest parts. But it's in a way, the way it was done until now, that Kedusha is brought from a second place. Imported Kedusha from above. That's the way it's been done until now. Imported Kedusha from above. From the place of Nesidarena. The Friedrich Rebbe sits in New York, sends out Kedusha to France. Imported Kedusha from above. But then France becomes independently holy and can then influence other places. And so, and so therefore, the satellite place becomes a place that's independently powerful and holy. How? Through Tamchet Mimim. And establishing a Tamchet Mimim in France that becomes a source of influence, like the original Tamchet Mimim, like in Lubavitch. And so in the satellite places, printing Tyra, Chedusha Tyra, Taras Nigla, Taras that emphasizes that the printing of all of this in France, that it became a place, a source of Inyanit Torah for the whole world. It is a source for sending out holy light to the whole world, such a klipa. Partly through, the transformation is partly through the printing of Hasidus and the printing of Torah in France and sending it out to the whole world. And so, all of this is the revelation, the pile of the kaichas that the Friedrich Rebbe put in in years before that. Being the Nasi Adar, the Nasi he gives the kaich of etzim, the kaich etzim, kaich etzim that's in every Jew, which is a kaich that's one with Hashem's etzim essence. He gives that kaich to. All the people in the generation, everybody, all Jews, maybe all the people, all the people of the generation, he gives that kayak to achieve the beer in the entire world, the purification in the entire world, even the lowest place, even the furthest place, in a way that that lowest place becomes the essence itself. And so, these two things in the process of Bura. One, you purify the lowest world, and it still remains a lower world. You just make it a clean vessel. You purify the lower world, and you make it into a clean vessel. A clean, empty vessel is good, but it still remains a vessel. And if there's nothing being poured into it, it's good that it's clean. There's better that you could do that than that. But a clean, empty vessel, that if we make the world into a clean, empty vessel, it's still a vessel. What about if you make the vessel into a source of influence? So the, the lower way is, you do the bureau of the top, and you make the world into a clean, empty vessel. The higher way is, Gilea Essen, in the Tachton, the revelation of the essence of Hashem and your essence and the essence of Tyre in the lowest world. And what does it do? It makes the lowest world into one with the Elyon. The vessel becomes one with the light. The lowest place becomes one synchronous beat and energy with Hashem himself. And that is emphasized by the word sorfas. Sorfas means tziruf, gather together, connect. Tziruf and birur and zichuch, connect and purify the world. Yisbaru v'yislabnu v'yitzarfu rabin, the things will be purified in geula and whitened and connected. The geula comes through the shlemus of the birur of everything in the world, the whole world. 
<coughs> and Tsarephite is the Gematria 770. The Shlem is the completion of the number 7, as it's included in 10, which is included in 100, and the two together. It's hinted at that the bearer of all the countries, um, it's hinted as does as in Dembir, in the purification of these all these countries, is completed the bearer of the whole world, which was created with in seven days. Shiva Shimei with all the details. And not only that, 770 is the number of the house of the Friedrich Rebbe, where he lived and served Hashem for the last 10 years of his life in this world. And we can say that this is hinted at um, the higher Indian and the Bira and Sirif, but in a way that we're talking about the world remains a world relative to the alien. As das wird euch wieder essen. So, we're talking about two realities. You know, the United States remains the United States, and it, you know, represents the world that's, you know, going to be made better into a vessel for Hashem. What if it becomes a sort, what if the essence of Hashem inspires the whole world, and the whole world becomes a place of influence? Wherever you go, it's a recipient, and it's a, it's a taker and a giver at the same time. This is, this is denoted by the energy of 770, that the satellite place, the student, becomes like the teacher himself, like the essence itself. So the bias of Nesidarenu, the home of Nesidarenu, 770, is a place which receives light from above, from Yerushalayim, Yerakadosh, from the Kadosh HaKadoshim in the base of Migdash. Receives light from Hashem through the Kaitish Kedeshim and the base of English sent out to the whole world. And this place in New York, 770, receives it. You know how much work was done to make this part of the world a, a, a clean vessel to receive it. And then since the essence of Hashem is inspiring, it becomes a source of influence by itself. And so it's no longer a satellite. It's actually the, the influencer the source of influence itself. And many, many hundreds, thousands, millions of little satellites are created all over the world that are not only recipients of Kedusha, they become sources of Kedusha, independent sources of Kedusha. That's the Kiddush. That could only have been accomplished, it seems, through this battle of the Altarebbe fighting Lahabdul Napoleon. The apex of Kedusha fighting the apex of Lahabdul Klippa. And from that battle emerges not only the ability to make people in the world into recipients for Hashem's light. We already had that throughout history. You know, people could be recipients for Hashem's light. Good. Okay, you want to say people who have been so disconnected from Hashem for all their lives, for generations, and then they become recipients? Okay. But that those people who were never even shy to receive Hashem's light, then become mashpiyim themselves, sources of influence themselves, sources of holy influence, this is the chiddush. And somehow this chiddush is achieved, this revolution is achieved, I, it looks like, via this monopoly game that the Alter Rebbe and the Rebbeim after him go into the depths of the klipa, just like Maisha Rabbeinu went into the depth of the river, of the Nile River, this river of klipa, to Paro, the apex of klipa, and pulled out the power from him so that we could have Mas and Tyra and be born as a nation and bought up the real estate for, for Hashem, stole it away from the klipa, and bought up all the real estate, generations later, in the time of the Alter Rebbe, it looked like the Alter Rebbe went into the Klippa that now had settled itself into France. The same old Sancheriv, Paro, now coming to Napoleon, that same power, however it's been worked over, pulling it out of there and stealing it and giving it to Hashem. 
And what is the Chiddush of Napoleon over Napoleon Yamashima over Paro Yamashima? Paro just wanted to get rid of us altogether. You know, none of us, like, just be done with the whole thing. No Matan Tyre, no Yidden, the whole thing. Just get rid of us. Make us slaves to him. But the thing about, uh, about Napoleon was this whole concept of the people take over. The leaders are pushed into the background. They cease to lead and the people take over. When that's done for Hashem, it's unbelievable. Unbelievably good. When it's done against Hashem, it's unbelievably bad. So the people taking over is not a, a good, it's not a bad concept in, its, in itself. It's just if it's used to fight Hashem, it's very powerfully dangerous. If it's used to assist Hashem, it's very powerfully holy. That is what Chabad Hasidus came into the world to do. To give the holy power of Hashem to the people who already have always had it. Everybody's a chelak elakami mamamash. To fan the fire of, of holy power in every yid that he's born with before he even said Aleph base. And bring it to the surface and make him into a leader because in Yemaisa Mashiach we know from the beginning of time, from the beginning of Tyra, from every Haftira that we read, the Yidden will be the leaders in Yemaisa Mashiach. The Ramam tells us. To go from being the oppressed people to the leaders, not just a leader, all of us, means the people will have to take over. The people will have to be empowered the Jewish people will have to be empowered, each simple person with the ability to be a leader and a mashpia in his own right, a source of influence in his own right. This is the revolution. And Napoleon expressed the same revolution, only from unholiness. So the transformation of France where shows that, we, that, that the Rebbeim successfully won the Monopoly game. They bought up all the real estate on the board for Hashem. They bought everything up. They're in the process of buying it up and giving it all to Hashem. And that, and the shluchim in that are the Jewish people in that process. That's what we've always been doing in Tyre Mitzvah. Buying up the world for Hashem, Tyrannitzus. But this upgrade, this chidush in the revolution, comes through the Alter Rebbe and each of the Rebbeim since then. And then, most specifically, it's all centered around France, where you see the visibility of the the unholy forces fighting the holy forces or trying to. And that's now, and that became exemplified through the energy of 770 being the physical manifestation of that victory. Of the Rebbeim having bought up the world for Hashem. And to add that this is even more emphasized in Halafin and Musi when we use the, the qualities of any particular place, any particular country, in a, in a way for Hashem to reveal the etzim of Atmos Mahus in that place. So that that place becomes independently holy. In Tarimitzvah, like the Mila of the Yesha Nivra, which, in which you feel Mitziyusa Me'atzmusa. In the Yesha Nivra, this is Kabbalistic Lushan, you feel the essence of Hashem in there. You feel the Yesha Miti. Because it comes from Atmos. But Mitsuyusa is Miatmusa, the Eno Olome is the Ila Shekadmu Lo Khatrashan. If you're not ready for Kabbalah Lashan, just don't worry about it. And so, back to more practical. In order to achieve the bearer of the lowest, we can only do it if we have the Kayach of the essence of Hashem. 
Nothing else gives us sufficient kaiyach to do it. Mitzah, the level of revelation. On the revealed level, you see a difference between upper and lower, spiritual and physical. You do. And on that level, you can bring godliness to a place which is ready for it. But on the kayak of the essence of Hashem, etem, which is higher than above and below, you can actually purify a place that's not ready for it. See the difference? From a revealed point of view, you can bring godly light to a place that invites it. You can't bring godly light to a place that doesn't invite it. It doesn't want it. What do you do with the places it don't want? They don't invite. They're not interested. There are parts of the world and parts of your own life that are not, they don't want godly light. Only the Kayach of Hashem's essence can actually permeate those places and make them want. Can take the lowest place and bring the essence of Hashem, the Etam itself, to that place. And Dafka in the lowest place is revealed the Etam that achieves the Bira in the entire world. It's a really revolutionary concept. So, now we're understanding. Now we will understand. The complete bearer of the whole world, as it says, I think, in the depends on the bearer, in a way of hislapsus, of France. The transformation and purification of the world actually goes through the transformation of France because it was the lowest. Because if you lift up the lowest, you've lifted up the whole thing. You have a desk in your house, and it's a little shaky, and the legs were never put on properly. So you want to lift it up, so you put your hands underneath the desk, not underneath the legs, and you lift up. What happens is the, the tabletop lifts up, and the legs fall down. Well, that didn't do any good, because they weren't really attached well. You bought it from Ikea, and you forgot to attach them. <laughs> so then what do you do? So somebody else says, no, 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 I want to lift up the whole desk. So you put your hands underneath the bottom of the legs, the feet of the, of the desk, and you lift up from there. And that's how you lift up the whole thing. When you want to lift up all of reality, from opposite of Kedusha to Kedusha, you have to go to the very bottom. You lift that up, and now you've lifted up, up the whole thing. Where's the bottom? France spiritual bottom. And the way it's done is in two ways. Because it's the lowest, spiritually, it was the lowest place. So purifying that means you finished everything in the world. Sarfas, France, Sirus, Birr, purification. The other way you do it is, in the Birr of France, Sarfas, which is Gematria 770, is hinted at the gili, which the revelation which gives the kayach to purify everything. When you when you do the bureau of France through 770, it gives you the kayach to it gives the kayach in the world to do the purification of everything in the world, even every single place. The the revelation of the etzim of Hashem is pulled in through these places through 770. And through France, through seven, France is purified in its last stages through 770. And 770 ends up purifying the entire world by bringing the revelation of Hashem's etim into the whole world. And in order to make it even simpler, to make it more graphic so that, you know, we're going to now come down from this very high level, these Kabbalistic concepts and look into something very simple. Here's an example. We saw a wondrous thing in this revolution of France. Because there are people who say, come on, where do you see miracles in this day? Come on, you see any examples of miracles? We haven't had them for like thousands, hundreds of years. Come on. So here's a miracle. Every country has its um, march, its song. It's national anthem. 
um, write the French national anthem. Anthem. I don't know the words, but I do know O Canada. So, and I'm not going to sing it. And at every big event, they sing O Canada or whatever you sing in other countries. We sing O Canada. Right? In France, they sing the French national anthem. Marseillaise. And the people. What? The Marseillaise, right. And then there's the, right, the Marseillaise. We sing O Canada. And so, and, and you know, at any big gathering, when all the political big shots and officials get together, they sing that song. They sing that, that, that anthem. And especially when you're talking about the national anthem of France, it was, when was this, when, who wrote it? So the story is, is that it was, um, in the year of Tafkuf Nun Base, 1792. And the way I heard it is, there was an obscure, it was the middle of the revolution. You know, the soldiers were fighting their battles. And one night, an obscure, unknown French soldier had a dream, and a tune was, came to him in his dreams. And he woke up singing this tune. It was quite a tune. And he sang it to everybody. And somehow, the tune got to Napoleon. And he liked it. And he took it. And he took it. And... When he took this tune, it became the tune of France. The victory march of France. Hello? I can remember is that the essence is in the song. The song is like the deepest level of the essence of whatever the force is. So if you know the song, then you will have control over that force. So by the Alta Rebbe taking over Napoleon's march, that gave him the spiritual control over Napoleon. Wow. Something <laughs> like that. Yes, yes. Wow. Um, four. Here we go. One second. Okay, here we go. One second. Okay, so, and this obscure French soldier never composed a tune again. But we're saying that the French, the, the tune got to Napoleon. Napoleon liked it took it on as the victory march. Um, And here in the footnote, it says Napoleon's march, like Napoleon's march, as it says in Sefer Sichus, that the Alter Rebbe wanted to hear what the nigun was. He sent Shluchim to list to spies, essentially, to hang out there with the Russian army to hear what they were singing, the French army, sorry, to hear what they were singing. And um, when the French army was coming into Russia, the Alter Rebbe sent people to hear what they were singing. Because remember, p- picture this moment. The army, as they're entering France, is at their peak in success. The French army is at their peak. They have been charged with a, an excitement by Napoleon that they are going to be conquering the entire world. They're full of hope, excitement, victory, a dream of victory, a lust for victory, and they believe that this is going to gain them the victory over the entire world. So they are at their best 
moment. You know, they've done what they've done and they're drunk with power and see they're feeling the effect of what they've achieved with the French Revolution. And again, all of this is the power of Klippa. And they're almost drunk with that power. And now they're going to bite off a chunk of the world that no one has ever conquered before. And it's going to be the victory of all of history. This is their highest, most optimistic moment. And they are singing this victory march. So the Alta Rebbe wants to know what they're singing. You know, as you just said, right, that when one can get one's hands on the victory march of an army or on the song of a country, one has their power. The Alta Rebbe wants to know it. And the Alta Rebbe Shluchim went and heard what the French army was singing at that moment came back and sang this, this song to the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe said, Zehu nigun shel nitzachan. This is the nigun of victory. And then the Alter Rebbe continued, ended. After he was stark fardvekut, the Alter Rebbe sat in deep meditation for a while. After hearing this, he said, this is a victory march. And then sat in deep meditation for a while. And then the Alter Rebbe said, came out of his dvekut, Saif kol saif In the end, it will be a victory for Hashem. This victory march in the end will, it will end up in a victory for Hashem. So that, right, so what happened? Okay, so that, that was 1812. And now, coming back to the present time, um, we know, as we said, that every, every country has its, its sar, its spiritual angel above, its spiritual source above, and it's connected with the nigun of the country, which was, and that song of the country was chosen by the country for the country. It corresponds to the spiritual power of that country. Um, as we see about the nigun of Yishmael and Edom, with Yishmael, it's, it's a nigun of marash chayra, of dark, you know, depressing, and that's what they sing. And in Edom, it's, uh, you know, kind of joyous, more joyous, <coughs> which is connected with the mahus of those nations. So what happened? Several years ago, during Hakafas on Simchas Taira in the year Tavshin Lamedalad, which was um, 1973, um, Chassidim began to sing. No, the Rebbe says Chassidim began to sing. Really, the Rebbe began to sing. But the Rebbe says Chassidim began to sing the Nigun of France. And people who were there said, you're talking about 1973. So people who were there during Simchas Taira, there were a lot of French people. In the 70s and the 80s, there were a lot of French people in 770. They used to do, certainly in the 80s, maybe in the 70s, Shluchim in France would you know, meet people on the street and say, what are you doing this weekend? They would say, I don't know, nothing. They'd say, come on, we have a charter plane to New York. We're going to the Rebbe. Come on, come with us. And they would just get people on charter planes, bring them for a Shabbos to the Rebbe. they bring them back to France after that. They were totally different people. And the, the spiritual revolution happened. This is what I was told. Spiritual revolution happened a lot of the people through these trips, brought them, brought them to the Rebbe for a Shabbos, and they came back, they were transformed. And they were just on fire and just turned, became a very fiery, fiery Balei Tshuva. So many, 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 many. So here was Simchat Taira in 1973. And there are all these people, there are all these French people, especially, I guess, Balei Tshuva in France uh, in 770. And it's Simchat Taira. You know, they, you know, maybe they've seen Simchat Taira in their show. And in the midst of this, the Rebbe starts to sing the nigun with the French tune, with, I guess, the Marseillaise and Napoleon's March. I can never get it straight. 
straight. Haderes Ramuna goes to which one? I guess maybe the Rebbe started doing Napoleon's March. For, yeah, actually, right, for Akafas. And I heard that the French people, they couldn't figure out. They, 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 were, so, they were so in shock. They, 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 they didn't know if the ceiling was on the floor or the floor was on the ceiling. What is going on? The Rebbe is doing hakafas to their country. And French people are very, you know, loyal to their country. They're very connected to their identity of being French. And, and they, they, they couldn't believe it. And it probably nobody else in 770 ever heard this song before, except maybe the Hasidim that had passed through, seventh, had passed through France. But other than that, all Americans, they never heard this tune before. You know, this is 1973. Nobody's, they never heard this tune before. People are thinking, what is this? And here the Rebbe is singing this nigun to hakafas, using this hakafas, this, 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 this tune for hakafas. And so, of Simchus Tairitavshin Lamadalit, it was beyond, beyond. Um, and so, as the Rebbe said, Hasidim began to sing that nigun of the country of France the Nigan of the Revolution, the Victory March that was sung at that moment of the French soldiers crossing the border into Russia for what they believed was going to be their historical victory forever that would put them on the map forever as having created the greatest revolution in all of history, of having conquered the world for France. Vive le France, that stuff. And here, this victory march that the Alter Rebbe said, the Rebbe takes this nigun and sings it at Hakafas, the victory march, with the words, ah, so this was, no, this was Haderet Ramuna, L'chai Olamim. Atihila Vatiferet, L'chai Olamim. Unbelievable. We sing at the end of Simcha at the end of Yom Kippur, Napoleon's March, the rest of the time, Hader Ramuna, I guess the Marseillaise, I don't know the difference between the two, I mean, they're different tunes, but here the Rebbe is taking this, and the Rebbe is saying, Chassidim did it, taking this, and putting, and, and buying it up, it's like the Monopoly game, buying up the Nigun, you know, there's a story, that the Baal Shem Tov went up to a peasant, the peasant was singing a song, and the Baal Shem Tov gave him a coin and said, sing that again. Sang it again. Baal Shem Tov gave him another coin. Please sing it again. Kept giving him coins. Sing it again. Sing it again. Sing it again. Gave one more coin and the person said, I don't know. I, I, I don't remember it. Which means that the Baal Shem Tov had purchased this song from the non-Jewish peasant and taken it into Kedusha and the peasant, the non-Jewish person, no longer had it. It was gone. He didn't even remember it anymore. So here we see the same thing. At a kafas, Simchas Taira, the Rebbe takes this nigun away from France, brings it over, gives it to Hashem for Kedusha. Haderes v'amuna l'chayolamim. So what happens after this is done? Besides the spiritual revolution, what do you see, Begashmir? An unbelievable thing happened. France gave up the song. They changed it. They said, we still have a national anthem, but they changed the song. They changed some of the parts of the song, the stanza and the words. They changed certain parts of the song. They no longer held on. They they let go of the song. They created a new song that was similar but not the same. And they had some kind of reason, I don't know, it was too blood-like, too warlike, whatever it was. They hardly knew themselves. Um, and it was like the idea of, here we go, like Napoleon's march, we said, what we just said. And so after, several months after Hasidim began to sing Haderes Vamuna, now in the year in the year Tavshin Lamadalad, 1973 and then 74, they changed the nigun. The French government changed their, their national anthem. 
Uh, and they said for reasons of COVID, they no longer wanted that anthem. They let go of it. It no longer belonged to them. It was bought up for Hashem. They no longer wanted it. The Rebbe took it from them for Hashem. Hashem took it away from them, and they lost their power. Um, and then in the year Tafshim Mem Aleph, 1981, uh, it went back to the previous, they, they took back the old nigun, but that was some eight years later. Or whatever that's all about. Interestingly, when somebody learned this sikha that we're learning now in 1992, they asked a bunch of French people. People said, I don't know, I don't know much about the changing of our national anthem. So they called the embassy somewhere and, and did some research. And the embassy said, well, we'll have to look into it. And they said, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Come to think of it. Clearly, there was a spiritual releasing of the power from France. Disconnect. You know when you have a laptop and it has no battery power and you un- disconnect it from the wall and all memory is lost? God forbid. And then later on you, you reconnect it and it's a new... We did this on this call. We, we ended the recording and we disconnected and then we called back in later and it's a new recording. It's a different recording. It's a different energy. That's it. It was... The power was taken away by Hashem from France. And now you still had France, but no longer connected to the power of Klippa. And so, and the reason for this was because uh, uh, Elder Hasidim explained that after the Nigun was transformed to Kedusha, the Tsar and Mazel above of France felt it and it caused a change down here in the Nigun because of the feeling that now this song belongs to Kedusha. It became a Hasidic Nigun, which we sing by Hasidic Shafarengi, including in France itself. And there are plenty of people, many Americans, who, well, now they know because of worldwide, but in the 70s, they thought it's just a Hasidic song. They didn't know it's the French. Not. It so became entrenched as Haderes Vamuna that in those days, maybe if somebody traveled to France and they would hear people at a public gathering singing that song, they thought, wow, why are they singing Haderes Vamuna in France at a non-Jewish gathering? Because they thought it belonged to the realm of Kedusha, which it did. It was taken over. In this, we see the change from one extreme to the other. It was achieved in our generation since the time of the Alt Rebbe. We took the Nigun, that was the victory march of the evil forces, gave it to Kedusha through Haderet Ramuna Lachayolamim, and we sing it by Chasidish of in which we speak about words of his iris and in Yanam of Tarimitzel to such an extent that there are those people who don't know that it came from, that this nigun came from somewhere else. They think that it was always a Hasidish nigun. <laughs> they think, okay, from time to time, new Hasidish nigunim are created. There were definitely people in the 70s who had no idea where it came from. And once it's accepted by the multitudes and they sing it in public, it becomes a part of Hasidish nigunim. So here's the question that we're ending off with. Why is this important to us? Why do we need to know about this now? Hey, Zay, I'm missing a page. Okay, why do we need to know about this now? Um, and especially a chassid might complain that he was brought up to know that everything, learning Tyra, um, we're not interested in miracles, it's not our way. We don't bother ourselves with miracles. They would, you know, in the days of the early rebellion, there would be miracles would be everywhere under the table. No one bothered to pick them up. Why are we focusing on miracles now? So number one, it's the recognition and thanks to Hashem for the miracles. 
And especially we're close to Hanukkah, which is all about publicizing miracles. And, it's, and even the rest of the year, we're supposed to publicize. Um, but especially in the days of Hanukkah, Pirsum and Nisa, publicize the miracle. That's the energy of Hanukkah, including the miracle of the war of Hanukkah and the, and the oil and the menorah of Hanukkah and all that stuff. But Yomim Hahem Bizmanazeh, our Avaida now is publicizing, living Hanukkah, publicizing the miracles. And the Icar is the recognition and the thank you to Hashem and giving Shevach to Hashem for the miracles that he does. Besides the Indian of Hakarakatayv, thanking Hashem and recognizing what he's done for us, it's Nageya to be as Mashiach Sikenu Begula Mitisvashlima. As the Gemara says, Hashem wanted to make Chizkiya Mashiach. But the Midah of Din said, Hashem, Chizkiya, you made so many, Chizkiya and Navi, you made so many miracles for him. You saved him from Sancherev, you healed him. He never thanked you. He never sang Shira. You're going to make him Mashiach. He never sang Shira for all the miracles. So we understand in our, for us now, says the Rebbe, that the miracles that Hashem does in our time is nogea to bringing the gul and mitzvah shleim mamash. So we see, it's a fundamental era. Since we are after all, the, we're past everything. The gul is still not quite here. It's a very good thing to be involved <coughs> in pursuing Nisa. Publicizing miracles. Publicize to you, yourselves, your family, everybody, wherever you go, the miracles that Hashem did knowing that the Geula depends on you publicizing miracles. And how much more so in the days of Hanukkah, which is about Pirsum and Nisa. Use these days, in addition to everything about Hanukkah, make Chassidish for Brengen, or um, every, in every place, in its way, you know, when in Rome, do the Roman way. Don't serve croissant in Spain. If you're doing a for Brengen in Spain, serve Spanish food. If you're doing a for Brengen in in, in France, serve French food. You know, do it in a way that fits that place. And especially every day in the days of Hanukkah, speak words of Tyra, Nigla's Tyra, Panimus of Tyra, take on Achlatus Tyra, Achlatus Tyra, and and more and more and more, like the candles of Hanukkah, like the lights of Hanukkah, and speak about the miracles, and these things about France are emphasized even more the Rebbe says, in this Fabrengen where we're sitting right now, because here is a group from France sitting in this Fabrengen in 770 who came for Shabbos and they're in this shul in 770. And especially that Yidden are involved in building, I think they came to 770 for brachas to build new maestas in France and to print new sfarim. And we said, this has to do with the beer or the purification of the whole world. And that gives even more Hatzlacha in all things involved with it, Begashmis and Baruchmis. And I think in the previous Sicha, maybe the Rebbe said, and especially there's a group here from Canada that Canada has a connection to France, you know, at least Quebec has a connection to France, and also they, this is all connected of the, the miracles. It, it, here we are, and it gives sh- surely more hatzlach in everything that we're involved with, begashmis, beruchmis, um, and adds in our Torah mitzvahs. Through this, that we add in doing Torah mitzvahs, including mitzvahs tzedakah, which brings closer to the ula for all yidn everywhere. So it's a good thing to say l'chaim, and add in more chaim and more life, um, to everybody in this group that's sitting here, and to add, oh, here we go, the ad, the Rebbe says, and here we have a group of guests from Canada, ding, 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 here we go, that's me, who once had a connection to the country of France. There we go. And so, and they are here too, and so that adds to the power. Oh, amen, good, great. The Rotten, that the bearer, the purification of the transformation of France, together with the shlemus of the Avaita of the bearer in the entire world, should bring the poem Mamash the Kim of the Yud, the Golas Achel Azel Yisrael Adsorvas, 
And as we finish in the brach of the Chaydish of this month, the Neumer Amin. And those guests who were sitting here um, said L'chaim, and they sang Haderes Vamunu L'chaim and in the middle of the Nigun, the Friedrich Rebbe, uh, sorry, the Rebbe um, indicated with his fingers, his holy fingers, that they should whistle. And as the Rebbe says in the footnote, and that's a whole issue, the connection of whistling to Geula and to the ingathering of all the exiles, as it says, the Eshrika lahem ekbetzam. I will whistle to them, as it says in Zechariah. Hashem says, I will whistle to them and I will gather them all, all the Yidden, from all four corners of the world. And it says in Vayeshev, um, and this, so there's a source for whistling that Hashem says, I will whistle and through this whistle I will bring all the Yidden together. Um, the connection to the Simcha above any limitation in the way of Paratzda, Isis Sarfas, France, 770. And this is the Indian of the Suda Shlishis on Shabbos. And so he Rasen, that we should find ourselves with the victory march of the Gulamitas Vashlema in the base of the Shlishi, all of us whole, purified, collected together in before we come to Yitzhak's Kislev, together with the Alter Rebbe, all the Rebbeim, all the leaders, all Yidin, in every place, every every situation, we should find our greatest kaychus, experience the etzim of Hashem in us, and the etzim of every other Yid, join together, and usher in immediately now, the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, immediately now. Amen.